Hello, what I want to talk about uh, this evening is design. Um, but before I talk about design, uh, what I really want to talk about, um, so maybe design is the red herring here, because what I really want to talk about is causation. So what we really care about is causation. Did one thing cause another thing to happen? Did customer service at my hotel cause a poor or good rating? Does underwater basket weaving cause an increase in self-esteem? Does participation in mindfulness cause a decrease in life satisfaction? Does exercising cause an increase in life satisfaction? Because if I know that one thing causes another, then I can do more of one thing, less of one thing, fix a thing, and this is how we make our communities better. There are three criteria for causation. Okay? One is that there is a correlation, and we'll talk about the math behind correlation later, um, but there is a relationship between two things. Two, one thing happened after another. If I cannot demonstrate that one thing happened after another, I cannot say that one thing caused the other, because to cause something, you have to happen first. And three is this thing called non-spuriousness. Spuriousness means that there's a relationship between two things. That was our first criteria. But that relationship is really caused by some other factor. We talked about um, the relationship between ice cream sales and shark attacks. And I posited to you that ice cream sales caused shark attacks because they are related. And one thing happened after the other. So we've got the first two things, but we don't have non-spuriousness because we know that there's really something else going on here. And that's um, summertime where ice cream sales increase. People are more likely to be in the beach. Um, there's more likely to be shark attacks. Non-spuriousness is the hardest one, right? So that brings us to design. And, and broadly for our purposes, you need to know three types. One is cross-sectional. Cross-sectional designs are standard survey research or survey evaluation. You send out a survey, people respond. Okay. Usually they're responding about how they feel or about something at a given moment in time. We can show correlations between that. We can show relationships, but we can't show that one thing caused another. Depending on how we write our surveys, it sometimes can get at a time order but not always. Two is longitudinal. Okay. Longitudinal, you're collecting data at multiple points in time. So let's say I give you a survey, I ask about your self-esteem, then I take you through an underwater basket weaving class, and then I give you another survey about your self-esteem, and I see if it increased. Okay. If it increased, I can say um, that underwater basket weaving caused that increase. They came after another, and there was a change in relationship. But there may have been some other factor influencing that. When we try to control for spuriousness, that's called experimental design. We do that by manipulating the environment somehow. True experimental design is near impossible. We often use the term quasi-experimental. But anytime we're trying to manipulate the environment, I'm less interested in you like knowing the three types of design as I am you understanding causality 
and how the design can help us make statements about causality. Because remember, what we really care about is judgment. We really care about improving our communities. And to do that, we need to figure out what works and what doesn't, what's good and what's bad, what causes other things. To do that, we get data. Okay, data leads us in that direction, but we've got to understand which things cause the other. Design helps us get there. That's all for today. Thank you.